calls of this nature. Dial seven. Hello. Babe, I miss you. I see you. I see one who is too blessed to be stressed, even in a world where it seems as though you give more but receive less. One heartache away from surrender, you took an extra step and you continued. Through faith, you believe in God, but wear a mask when times are hard. But I see you. One of God's most beautiful creations who needs to be told, the determined woman who wants to make her house a home. An angel from heaven and now a blessing here on earth, an extraordinary unique woman of abundant worth. A penny for your thoughts and a dollar for your smile. It's like the sun beneath the clouds. Infatuated with life, a tear when it's wrong, but a smile when it's right. Holding on for your own, too blessed, too beautiful, too strong. Too sweet to be true, Rashida Duffy, you are my heaven sent angel, and I see you. This is Wetlock, my true unscripted chronicles as a prison wife. Join me on my journey as I bring you crazy stories, informative facts, updates on my husband, advice from my family and friends, and special guests giving their true life stories on the prison system. This is not your average love story. Welcome to Wetlock. Hey guys, and thank you for joining me on part two of bonus episode eight. And of course, I have Jojo and Michelle with me, as well as my part two with MC Shan. Let me tell you guys something. Warning. Warning, warning, warning. As we get into part two of my discussion with MC Sham, it gets real. It gets real. It gets so real, guys, that there is actually a part three, which I will play on bonus episode nine. So you got to stay tuned for the rest of it, guys. I'm really just thinking I'm just going to have keeping it real with MC Sam once a month or something because he gives it to you. I mean, he gives it to you raw and uncut. I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, yes, it's a thousand sensor beeps within our discussion, but hey, some, some things just gotta be said. So again, thank you guys for joining me on bonus episode eight part two again i told you guys when i record at night it sounds like i'm somewhere deep off into a tunnel so please forgive me but i promise you guys when season two comes i'm gonna have all that worked out all of it worked out unfortunately my bonus episode part two when i have to come in and do some editing and add some content it's normally late at night so 
I'm sorry, but I'm not in a tunnel. I'm not at the bottom of a fishbowl. <laughs> but thank you guys again for joining me. So we're going to jump into part two with MC Shane. So Shane, I got to ask you a question. What advice do you give the youth when it comes to when it comes to prison when it comes to jail like just the idiotic shit you know this is a whole different generation so i mean i don't know <laughs> if you can even give them advice look but... see the new generation thinks even in my generation not myself but there was others that thought that going to jail was like a badge of honor mm-hmm. it gave you some kind of all right, but back then it was hard to catch a felony. And we all know that as black men and women, a felony is the first thing that's going to keep you out of the job market. It's going to keep you out of the housing market. It's going to keep you out of a whole bunch of things just by having that F on your chest. And how do I know this? Because I've got an F on my chest. But guess mm-hmm. what? My F stands for fuck you. I don't give a fuck because I ain't trying to get nobody's job because I know how to do this. Okay? Mm-hmm. But that F that you get, they made it so easy for you as a black man. And I know that these laws are made for us black people because now I'm going to tell you a situation that's my own, right? I got busted, right? I had, we know Shan was a cocaine nigga. This ain't no motherfucking bullshit. You know, oh, uh, nigga, y'all already know I snorted motherfucking half of Peru and I smoked half of Colombia. Okay, <laughs> so we ain't even going to go there with that shit. Right. All right. I got caught with an empty bag of cocaine, right? One that I sniffed at the club. Now, I was on the DJ booth. Oh, but, you know, niggas was in there. Mm-hmm. I fucking sniffed the bag of cocaine, forgot to fucking dump the plastic. You know, I had fucking residue in the bag. Mm-hmm. But now I go home, motherfucking, I pull in a roadblock. These niggas find the residue bag, right? I got a mm-hmm. legal gun. My gun is registered like a motherfucker underneath the seat. My daughter in the back seat knows every rules to the fucking gun range that motherfucking every grown man knows because I teach her how she got fucking six years old with her own rifle. Right. Right. These motherfuckers took and got me on an eight year charge. Yo, nigga, you going to go do eight years for this child endangerment, all kind of fucked up shit. And because you had a gun with a fucking empty bag of cocaine, it wasn't even no grammage. I caught a fucking felony. I ain't had a felony in my whole fucking life till I'm 48 years old. But these niggas did me dirty like that. But now, let me show you how easy it is for you to catch a felony, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all niggas better watch your motherfucking ass out here. You motherfucking got a bag of weed in your pocket, right? Mm-hmm. And you decide you want to fucking not let the cop frisk you and take off. You think you getting away? No, he got a radio with 20 other cop cars waiting to beat your ass and ride through the neighborhood. You done ran. Ah, they got your ass. That little motherfucking misdemeanor weed that he could have threw on the floor and fucking put his foot on and squirted it out and said, fuck you, go home. Mm-hmm. Now you've got a felony eluding charge. Now, you went from a misdemeanor to have a felony just because you decided to run from the fucking police. Since when did that law come in effect? That shit gradually moved in and it made its way fucking prominent. So you're being set up, black men and women. 
And now let me hold up. Let me tell you what I'm talking about. What what my charge, right? I had an empty bag of cocaine. Well, somebody down the block that I know is white, right? Got caught with a fucking whole pound of methamphetamines, crystallized like a motherfucker. I'm fucking a bit of fucking jail time. Hell no. She was on the same motherfucking probation stipulations that I was with an empty fucking bag of cocaine and a legal gun, right? Yeah. I'd go have to piss in the cup on Mondays and Thursdays, right? This bitch was doing drugs the whole time she OD'd. I have no fucking fucking sympathy for your soul. Fuck. They let you get the fuck over to the point you killed yourself. But I couldn't wow. even kill myself. Let me have drunk a wine. I was going to jail for nine fucking months. The fuck out of here. Watch what's going on out here with these police. And the best thing, and hold on. And for all of you folks out here that want to keep talking about when the police pull you over, oh, I know my rights. Oh, I know my rights. They know you the first motherfucker to fuck with because you don't know a goddamn thing. Because if you knew your rights, you wouldn't be saying a motherfucking thing. You'd be shit. Cops are not your friend. They're not going to let you loose. And all that shit you telling them, they're just investigating you on scene. So here's how I do it. When the police pull me over, I give them in my license. I say, officer, I'm not going to hinder your investigation, nor am I going to help your investigation. I'm going to invoke my right to remain Gosh, shit, because I'm already on paper, you stupid motherfucker. Or you thought I was like the rest of these dumbass niggas, right? No. I get all my shit delivered, you stupid motherfucker. Hey. But watch yourself out here, black people. This shit ain't no joke. Yeah, Fuck one thing here. I have realized a lot of people do not, for real, know they now, right. Hold they on, Rashida, let me get on this shit. I want to talk to our jail folks out here right quick. Now. All my jail folks that's locked the fuck up right now and your ass got locked up for 30 pounds of weed, that your motherfucking state that you got locked up in, the motherfucking weed is legal now. You think they're going to revert your fucking because the weed is legal? Hell no. They're going to leave your monkey ass right there in fucking jail where the fuck you're at. And that's going to be the end of that. And you're going to serve out your sentence no matter what, how it is. Now, remember... They always take over the shit that we do. They criminalize it for us, and then they make it legal for them. Now, how many states are legal for selling weed, right? Mm -hmm. You could be in a legal state for selling weed and fucking have a trap house selling the good shit, the same thing that these niggas got to the mm -hmm. niggas that don't got a marijuana card. They're going to mm -hmm. lock your monkey ass the fuck up just the same. And then give you some federal charges because it's, it's, it's legal in the state. And so there's federal and so-and-so. Matter of fact, the feds don't want nothing to do with it. It's the state. Feds still say all that shit is illegal. Now, if the feds are saying that shit is illegal in 42 states of the fucking union, right? Mm -hmm. And they ain't doing shit about it. And 30 states of the union is selling the shit, but they're going to still fuck you, you Yeah. That's, and that's, that's not like being the, oh, disrespectful. That's just like the I mean, the opioid is the same thing. Like, is the only difference between Big Pharma and a local drug dealer is that Big Pharma just got can sell it legally, but they still killing people. They still getting people heavily addicted. You know what I'm saying? It's it's just the difference of they can legally sell it. Same shit. That's why I no. And know what it was? It was the knowledge base. Okay, yeah. they have the knowledge now. They got those scientists right. Remember that that oxycodone, mm -hmm. right? That's a derivative of heroin, right? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. What they did was they broke down the heroin molecules and found out which part of that shit fucks these motherfuckers up. We're going to make a legal one, right? Mm-hmm. And now, once we run your black ass through all of your medical motherfucking insurance and all the shit that we pay for and we now just getting our own money generated back to us and your monkey ass want to go to the street dealer and get your fucking shit because you can't afford ours, guess what we're going to do? We're going to still tax your ass because we're going to lock you up and we're going to motherfucking look at you like you're a motherfucking man of society instead of looking at you like a fucking problem that we created by fucking giving you these fucking drugs anyway when you went for a car accident to fucking heal your back and now all of a sudden you're a fucking heroin addict. We're not going to take that shit, but guess what we're going to do? We're going to lock your monkey ass up and tell you you got to go to all of our programs that state motherfucking mandated. All right? You're going to have to fucking get a job. You're going to have to do this, all this shit. How are you going to get a fucking job with a felon? You ain't hiring felons. Right. Right. It's all a setup. If you look at everything around you, it's a fucking setup. But guess what? It's not the end of the world. I don't blame the white man for fucking nothing. Anybody that comes to me and say that I ain't got a father, the white man this, I tell them, fuck you, kiss my ass and get the fuck away from me because I don't talk to people like you because I came from where you from. Look at what I made myself by the simple fact that anytime anybody told me that I couldn't do something, not only did I do it once, I did the shit twice just to make sure the stupid motherfucker knew it wasn't a mistake. And if you come with that attitude, you're going to succeed every time. And know why you're going to succeed? I I don't like those type of excuses because I feel like you should want to do opposite. Like you shouldn't blame what's going you should not want to do what people are expecting for you to do because somebody was an alcoholic. So you're gonna be an alcoholic, you're gonna blame the alcoholic because that's what you grew up seeing. I mean, hey, I, I it, it happens, but I just always felt like you should always want to do opposite because you've seen what this type of stuff can do. You should. You have the examples right in front of you. Why would you want to walk that same pathway? I I don't know, but that ain't never been my thing. <laughs> that ain't never been my you thing. Can, you can witness this and you can fucking co-sign this shit. You just read my life. Yeah, I ain't have no daddy. That's not no excuse for me. I let my father show me what not to be. You know, I love all my motherfucking kids. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, you know this shit. I will fucking nigga. You could have my, you could chop my motherfucking head off. As long as my kids can live, I'll die right now. Yeah, that's what it is. So yeah, you just explained my life. I wasn't gonna be to my children what my father was to me. Yeah. My father could walk up to me and I spit in his face and wouldn't even know it was my father. I wouldn't spit in his face on purpose because I don't have any grudges against him. Because, I I, don't, I mean, you had to do what you had to do. That's not me. It didn't affect my life. It didn't do anything. I'd rather op- have open arms and get to know you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Other than to curse you as you motherfucker, you wasn't there because lots of times things in life and things that happened with my father, he was married. Yeah. And this was, and I'm so old. My mother, when she fucking had me, she had to go away and came back like I was her little brother. Wow. That's for real. Wow. How long? And I come it, from how, that how long did time. You- how, did, how long did you know that? Like, did you know that, like, the whole time growing up? 
I knew that shit for a long time, but I also knew how secretive my family was. When yeah. you the older generation was very secretive about shit. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They're not as open as we are in this fucking, you know, when my generation came around. So yeah. it was it was it was bad at the time when I was born for you to be born out of wedlock. Yeah. And wow. so when and my father was why well, I'm so my mother's dark chocolate. I'm light skinned because my father was light, bright, almost fucking white. Like so me. I fell in between. <laughs> I fell in between on caramel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, on caramel. But now here's the story that I get. Here's the story that I've been told that my father's wife found out about me and she motherfucking wanted to see me with him present. Mm. She looked, took one fucking look at me. My chocolate ass mother, <laughs> here go this white, bright ass motherfucker, baby. She looked at me and said, yeah, that's your child, motherfucker. Wow. And that's the end of that. I never seen him. Never, you know, but that didn't that didn't do anything for me. Rashida, yeah. I left my mother. When I was 13 years old. And what really fucks me up about that is because I sit here and I look at my daughter. She's 12. Right. One more year. I left my mother's house and went into the streets at 13 years old. And how I got there, my mother was going to whip my ass because I come from a time where you could get your ass whooped. Yeah. I got tired of it this day. And I picked up a fucking stickball bat or broom. I mean, I hold that shit up. And my mother looked at me and she said, oh, really? She turned around. She ain't fucking flinch her eye. She turned around and said, okay. When she left out my room, I closed the door. I blocked the motherfucker and jumped out the window. I ain't had no shop, no shoes on. I had a motherfucking T-shirt on and some pants. Left. Never came the fuck back. At 13. And look what I've become. Yeah. But I still look at my daughter that's 12 and I say, God damn, she's still like a little kid. Thir next year. When she turned 13, I left my mama's house and I went out into the world like, yo, nigga, my first fucking arrest charge was attempted murder. And that actually is what changed my life. Them niggas locked me up in Spofford. I knew that I didn't like being locked up. And so everybody can change. All these young men out here motherfucking think this jail shit is it. That ain't it. If you yeah. love your family, you the child that you love, some some of us have already had our, you know what I'm saying? We in that shit. We can't get out now, and they're going to catch us eventually. Yeah. yeah. Nope. That ain't the motherfuckers that I'm talking about. I'm talking about the new niggas that got a chance right now that want to think, oh, I'm looking out for my family. You ain't looking out for your family in jail. If you want to look out for your family and your wife and your kids or whatever, motherfucker, that hustling shit ain't going to make it. That mm -hmm. shit gonna get you 20 fucking years. You gonna yep. leave your wife and your baby out here, your 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 daughters to be fucking molested by some fucking weirdo motherfucker that your wife is fucking. Okay, and I wanna put it that way just to make that shit a little bit deeper in their fucking chest. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You ain't doing shit. You wanna fucking 
You want to fucking be there for your wife, your motherfucking kid, and call yourself a dad, a father, and a motherfucking provider? Go get a real motherfucking job. And if a real job don't work for you, find out what you good at, motherfucker, and exercise that shit. Yep. Whether it be yep. motherfucking washing cars, fucking putting bike chains on, putting screws in this, fucking exercise that shit. Because you talking about you here for your family, your wife, your kids, motherfucker, you don't give two fucks about them. And like I say, the older motherfuckers that had to be where they at to be where they at, nigga, we ain't had no choice. But you little young niggas, y'all got a fucking choice. Look at me, fucking MC Shan, ha, ha, ha. But in Georgia, I got paperwork on me just like I was one of you motherfuckers. Let them niggas catch me with something. I got one more year on fucking whatever the fuck I got. Let them catch me in the wrong tomorrow, and I'm guilty. I got to go serve the year that I owe them. Good thing I didn't get caught when I owed them three years. Yeah. That shit yeah. ain't no motherfucking fun. Yeah. And when I got arrested, what I got, I got a house full of kids that I raised. That was my wake-up call, nigga. You about to let your whole fucking family down. Fuck you, your ego, all this shit. Your sons ain't going to have a father. Your daughter ain't going to. They can have all the money they want because a nigga got bread. But the whole fact is, fuck the money. It's the father that they needed, the time, yeah. the fucking learning, the yeah. this, the and that, just being important. there. That's what's most important, like, Dead ass. Like you, 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 when you make, when you out here doing this and getting money and all this kind of stuff, yeah, the smoke screen is, it's for my family, it's for my family, but deep down, it's for you, it's for the shine, it's for, uh, for the grind, it's for everything else. Because if you was thinking about your kids, thinking about the ones you love, then that would not be the choice. Like I, the reason why I'm not in jail is because I don't want to go to jail, I don't want to do anything illegal. I don't want to do anything illegal. So nothing about the illegal life glamorized. It's not glamorizing to me because I know that it's just money. Only thing that come out of it is money. That's it. Right. That's it. Rashida, let me call these niggas what the fuck what they really need to be called so I can make them feel some kind of way. You ain't no motherfucking leader. You're a following ass, suck ass nigga. That's all it is. You know why you're a following ass, suck ass nigga? Because you want to be just like that stupid motherfucker standing next to you. And you ain't got the balls to say, fuck you, nigga. I ain't got time for this. Now, if that was your mans and them, like we say in New York, yo, that's your mans and them, your right? If that them. was your mans and them, and you went to that motherfucker and you told him that, if that was your mans and them, that nigga will fucking give you a motherfucking kiss on your forehead and bless you and say, my nigga. Do everything you got to do to succeed, my nigga. I'm going to love you regardless. But now, look at the niggas you hang around. If you went to them and told them that, they're going to tell you, fuck you, nigga. You can't get out the gang. If you even think getting out the gang, we're going to kill you. That yeah. ain't your man's in them. You stupid motherfucker. Let me say it once again so you understand. You stupid motherfucker. And don't get I, mad at me for calling a fucking spade a spade. That's the fuck you are, stupid motherfucking following ass nigga. Because your daddy hey, ain't I, never I, tell you I, this. I, I, I told, bet you I, I tell my son this. I told these people they that they, they some won't be able to digest it. I, I gave the disclaimer. <laughs> I gave the disclaimer. 
sometimes people need to hear it though like they gotta hear it for it to resonate because i just know some people cannot handle the truth and i'm talking about the uncut truth not the but i'm not talking to them rashida (laughs) i'm not talking to them you know who i'm talking to i'm talking to those young men right that needed somebody like me to talk to them like I needed somebody like me to talk to me when I was young. See, when I was young, what I would get was motherfuckers that come to me with a suit and tie on and try and act like, oh, Mr. Respectable, like I've never been in the hood. Fuck you, nigga. I won't even talk to you, you fucking square-ass nigga. (laughs) But if a, a person like me that has made it, I don't fucking live by nobody's rules. I say what the fuck I want to say. I don't want to be in nobody's magazines. And if I made it to where the fuck I am, and I'm telling you, nigga, I was just like you. Motherfucker, you need a nigga like me to talk to you and say, stupid motherfucker. Because if a motherfucker come to you with a suit and tie on and say, excuse me, young man, you're going to slap that nigga. You look at him like a little bitch. Nigga, get the fuck out of here, yo. You don't even know what I'm going through. And the way he approaches you is you don't know what the fuck the young man is going through. Nigga, you could talk to me like it's a little guy across the street from me, right? Mm-hmm. I got to think. He, his dad ain't there. His mama's there, right? But when he caught, I told his mama, I said, listen, when he come talk to me, don't think I'm going to betray his fucking trust. Yeah. If it's some shit that motherfucking I feel that I need to come to you with, I'm going to come to you with it because that's how that's your child. But if it's some shit that I can fucking handle with him, she was like, you know what, Shan? Thank you very much. Because motherfucking these kids got to have somebody that they can fucking trust. Hi. Hello. Hello, lady. Hi. You sound official. Yes, you do, girl. I am official, girl. I'm so official. All I need is a whistle. Uh, me- no, that was- <laughs> <laughs> I don't got time. So it's Friday night, ladies. What's going on? How has your week been? Oh my goodness. Uh oh. I mean, no, it's just been really, really busy for me. It's busy all the time. You know what I noticed, Rashida? is and this is a sad truth is now i have choices on what to do with my time so it's about prioritizing time and what i realize is it's more difficult than you know i remembered it and this is it's crazy and it's kind of sad really but you know so when you say it's more difficult what you mean like like you need a, a, a planner, a to-do list, or you need to write out, like, from 11.30 to 12, I got to do this. I got to do that, like, time management or something. I'm sorry. Um, no, it's not like I got to do, like, from 11 to 12. That's kind of funny. But, <laughs> no. No, I mean, I'm saying seriously, like, you know, like, when you make appointments, you already know from 12 to whatever. Right. You got this going on you know what i'm saying so is it a thing where you having to prioritize your timing yeah it's like man it's so hard to explain it's like before when i was incarcerated 
at the facility, I would, you know, everything is on like a time schedule surrounding their schedule, like count times or times for you to go to your detail or times for you to report to a group or to school. So because they, I don't have that regimented schedule that was made for me, I have to make it myself. And so I have to really, I have to get back into the habit of thinking what is important for me to do right now or how can I maximize the most of my time. And I'm, I didn't, I guess I just didn't realize how I took that for granted, you know, when I was at home and then it's just, it's just really, really wild. So every week is really, really busy. I mean, it's busy for everybody. It's just really, really busy, but I'm really, really grateful (laughs) and thankful that, you know, that I could, I can manage my own time now. So that's cool. That's interesting. That's like As you guys know, I have started a support group, Fed Up Wives, supporting wives of incarcerated federal inmates. This is a nonprofit organization set to help both emotionally and mentally, but financial as well. To contact Fed Up Wives, please email fedupwives.org at gmail.com. The contact number is 404 927 8011. Please like and join the Facebook page, Fed Up Wives Organization. You guys have supported me, and now it is time for me to support you. Now back to the show. Man, you summed it up really well. Wow. And guess what that's called? Freedom. I know, man. That's that deep, freedom. That's deep. No, that's seriously, it's deep. Like, for real. Like, and I, and you know what? It's not even just really incarcerated people. Think about people like in the military and stuff like that. Like, they operate on the same kind of system. Yeah. That's crazy. Think about people that just recently retired. Yeah, or, or, or even, I'll give you another example. I remember when I, when I stopped working club it took me a months to get back adjusted to not getting up not getting dressed not going to the club not opening the club home not going to sleep at a certain time so i could be back i mean just freedom of you know what i don't even have to go to bed you know what i'm saying i could be up or being able to just sleep and not have to jump up and get up you know what i'm saying like yo your body gets used to um a certain kind of structure and then when it's something different it's i mean it's just like anything else it's a, a created habit you create a habit once you break it then you got to try to do something figure it out another way yeah but that's 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 interesting that's interesting okay okay well you know i'm sure you'll figure it out i know you got this got this i know you got this what about you michelle well, I am so ecstatic. My last week of welding is this weekend, and I will be have my certification. I'm so happy. I finally get to get two days off from work and actually not go to that school. I still be doing my online school, but I can um have more time to focus on that. My first love. So, um, other than that, it's just, it's just the same old working 
tired, just always tired because I really had no off days. But maybe now I can um, slow down a little bit and get a little more sleep and uh, yeah. focus on my online school because I take some new co- uh, classes this quarter. And it's uh, one of them is going to be quantitative methods, and you know, math is not my best subject, so that's going to be challenging. But you know, I embrace all the challenges because I will succeed in everything I do. So that's about it for me. Well, your girl is good at math. You is? Oh yes, I can send you my work, baby. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Oh yes. damn it! No, no. You know what? I made all Fs. I'm not, not good at math. <laughs> Don't worry, I I am not good at math. (laughs) Well, uh, I actually did something amazing myself today. So I just finished um, taking my certification class to actually um, do liquor delivery service. Ever since I went to Miami and saw how lucrative liquor delivery services was in Miami and how dope it was to just be at the pool and you can just call up some liquor to get delivered to you. Um, Especially if it was after hours and stuff like that. I kept saying, oh man, like this, I, I need to do this. This is what I need to do when I get back to Atlanta. And I had never really heard of a liquor delivery service here in Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? Outside of like Uber Eats and stuff like that, doing the food. When the pandemic hit, a lot of restaurants was letting people take alcohol to go, but it was really like people who was ordering their own orders. So I kept saying I wanted to try to do it. I wanted to try to do it. Anyway, I got my certification today so that I can actually legally deliver alcohol. So now all I have to do is... Yeah, so now I have to just structure of my liquor delivery business this is something that me and my husband have been talking about for the past six months of me wanting to really do it because every time i would go to miami i kept saying man i want to do this i want to do this i know i can do this because i also have a tobacco license and all that kind of stuff from having a hookah bar so i also i can legally sell tobacco and do all that kind of stuff really i really used to want a liquor store but Outside of all that, I got my certification today. I'm so excited about that. So sometime, <laughs> sometime within all this other stuff I got going on, I'ma create a delivery liquor delivery service. And um I'm probably gonna sit down with somebody and get a, get an app developed and all that or whatever. That's that's gonna come with, with time, probably within the next, I don't know, six to eight months or something like that. But um I got the basics down. I got the basics down. So I'm I'm excited about that. And that is it for me on that end. Of course, I am right now out and about. I just had to go pick up some stuff. I got some uh, cupcake orders and a, um, a, what you call it, a tutu, like the little girl's skirt tutu, a cake <laughs> that I have to put the little, the, the little tutu around the the cake, so I got like a little ballerina cake, but the cake oh, is gonna be that is yeah, good, have girl. a tutu around it. So that's what I've been doing today, and um, that is about it. That's all I got going on. The I'm proud the, of you, girl. You just to a the table, head. girl. I'm 
Girl, baby, Oprah. Yes. <laughs> like my my cousin called me Oprah, Oprah Junior. <laughs> I guess Mike gonna be Stedman. I'm gonna have to put him. He say he build him a house in the back, so he gonna be in the back like Stedman, cause Stedman show got a house in the back of Oprah. That's what I want. A house. A house, somebody have a house in the back for me. Like a, like a little compound. <laughs> <laughs> have a little compound. Yeah. But yep, that's all I got going on. So okay, so let me let me tell y'all what's going on with the podcast. So I got all so many different wonderful things going on. So I think I had mentioned to you guys last week about the Apple um thing I got going on. So I have I am now officially a Apple service performer wait service apple service performer yeah apple service performer so what that means is is that everything that apple sells apple books apple music apps games or whatever um i basically have the right to sell them um to promote them sell them or whatever on my website on whatever platform that i use so if i just say you know hey i got my favorite book of the month or my favorite game I play or whatever is such and such and such and such. I can post it. Um I they I have links created for myself. Uh they that they gave me all of the um logos for Apple, the the books and everything and I can post them wherever I want to post them and I can send people to buy them from me. You know, buy them from my site, click on the link, buy them. You know, I get commission for it, commission for sales, um, uh, uh, money for, for just clicks and just different things like that. So that is one of the things that's new that's going on with the podcast. Um, outside of me getting all the stuff to have the live podcast as well. And then um, the bonus episodes with you guys, I added, now I'm doing couples. I have couples that are coming on, um, inmates talking about, you know, the stuff they got going on, why they're locked up and, you know, how they maintaining their, their, their relationships in prison. And then after I interview them and I talk to their wives and it's been really cool. I had some really, really good, um, good interviews so far. So mixed in with that and you guys, the podcast is coming up. I feel like um, George Jefferson. Coming up, baby. Moving on up. Moving on up. So my brain is constantly going. Constantly moving, constantly going, constantly thinking of new stuff, new content, you know, and all of that. And this week, I guess because I've been talking about love so much, all the the questions that you guys got is everything about love. So I hope y'all are here. That's my favorite topic it is okay yes. okay food is well pastime. what is your favorite pastime food eating food okay <laughs> well Me i think too. we all know that i i think i think it, i think america at this point knows y'all both like food um so the first question for you guys is have you ever been in love with food? <laughs> you know what? Yeah. We know you've been in love with food. I think about it. Oh my god! 
No, with a human being <laughs> that makes food. <laughs> that makes food. <laughs> Damn. You can go first on that. Okay. I feel good. I feel like oh, that was deja vu. I just had deja vu, y'all, for real. Oh, my God. Uh -oh. We was at this moment, Michelle. Answer the question, anime. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, I have been in love before. Yes. Mm, love is a wonderful, beautiful, unexplainable, complex, Deep, um, you're a hater, Michelle. You are. A hater. I just hold on, Rashid. I want to tell you, Michelle's a hater. Michelle, <laughs> where is she over there doing? She's mimicking. No, I'm not. Yes, she is. She's making all the faces and stuff. She's really mean. I can see that too. You know she. I know she doing it. She's just extra. <laughs> That's why. Oh, love is I'm extra. Doing it. Love is extra. Oh. Oh, love yeah, is love kind. is extra. Oh my god, love is ooh. Mm. Okay. All right, girl. Have you I... ever been in love? <laughs> yeah, I've been in love one and a half times. Um, wait, one and a half times. <laughs> one and a half. <laughs> what was the half? <laughs> the half was because I. Why really was it not whole? The half was a half. It was it was in between. I really don't know. I can't really say, so I just say half. But um and actually I love love for real. Like I'm I'm being funny, but I really I really love love. And I really I really would love to be in a unconditional, um, authentic, just genuine love relationship for real. But you know, um I don't know. That'll happen in time soon, but I really do. I really love love for real. I love the way it feels. I love everything about it. So <laughs> you are so gay. Hopefully, I'll make it two and a half times before I croak <laughs> I out. got somebody from her, Rashid. I just hope you can make it three uh, uh, whole. Yeah, the next I, I'm not. That. Yeah, I'm, it's, it's gonna be another. I'm not feeling it half. Be with a lot of people. My next person, whoever I'm with, that's that's it right now. I'm forty. And hey, I know who it's gonna be. I got that person. I got yeah. We're gonna we're gonna try to make that a whole. Like we we we're not gonna count the half. Okay. We're not His gonna name count is the half. Kermit. Kermit, like the frog. No, not Kermit. Kermit the frog. He is that frog. I'm telling you, and I got his number, Michelle. I'm hooking you up. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Y'all gonna be together. I love Kermit. Okay, one time for Kermit. Yep. Okay, so the next question is, which Michelle, you just kind of threw it in a little bit, but what does unconditional love mean to you? She's <laughs> <laughs> Well, whew, that's deep. Um, unconditional, 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 Lord. No conditions. No conditions. Yes. When you love somebody, no matter what the they do, and that's deep because you know what? It's not deep because I can love you. That don't mean I like you. I definitely yeah. can love you unconditionally. That but doesn't mean that I like you, trust you, or respect oh you. 
I mean, you know, sometimes you can, you can, you know, sometimes you can love and not like that person too. Sometimes, and it's yes, okay. A lot of times, I do yeah. that quite a lot. Yeah, actually, because I'm looking at somebody right now that I love, but I don't like. I'm so <laughs> I go back and forth with it a lot. <laughs> and I'm gonna tell you what's unconditional love. Jojo snoring. That makes that. See what I'm saying? She should know that. She should know that. that. That shows real love when you can when you can deal with that. That's that's one of those conditions. Yes, that those makes you just love. Cause I couldn't, and I love my great grandma, but I couldn't even be in the same room with her. I wrote her a note. So if I, I know, she should know. She should feel so special. <laughs> I so can't good. get past that note. Me either. I hate that you did that. I cannot get past you wrote oh, a good. note like. It's bad. That was rude. Why I just didn't leave and just tell everybody in the morning? Why not take the time to write a letter? Okay. It probably was in the worst chicken scratch handwriting. You already made. know, baby. That shit was probably was worse then. Oh my goodness. That is a hot mess. JoJo, <laughs> okay, give me unconditional love. Unconditional love is patient, it's kind, it keeps no record of wrong. All right. I believe in okay, the love for, chapter. In okay, Jesus for the Bible. I'm for real. I believe in it so hard. Like I believe that unconditional love is acceptance. Um, even when there's flaws or things that you don't like or, you know, dislikes or complaints. Unconditional love is I love you regardless. Even when I even at times when I don't like you. You know what I mean? Like that love doesn't fade away. Yeah. It's a love that you work at, you renew. Love so many things. Okay, next question. <laughs> and what I do notice about you can't, you don't have it. When you do have it, that's when you know you really love somebody. Yes. Because when you, when you, when it comes mm. with some conditions, and you, said, you okay. know, when it comes to um, what is it? What's your breaking point? Or or what's that? You know, when you know you you, you don't want to keep going and all that. That's that's how you know that that's that's not that's not unconditional love. Okay, so next question. This is a really, really good question. So, you had to up 12 years, 12, 13 years to be with somebody who was incarcerated as yourself. You switch places. You switch places. Do you think that you could do that? Do you think that you could love somebody and do 10, 11, 12, 13 years with them. Yeah. I do. Um, after, I guess, coming through this this experience, because before, I'm just going to be honest, um, I probably would say I couldn't. I probably would say, yeah, you know, that I couldn't, for real. I'm, I'm being honest, but after being through this, I honestly can say that I could stay down with somebody and love them. And if, you know, depending on the relationship, if we're really rocking and, yeah. you know, I know that's the person I'm going to be with the rest of my life, hell yeah, I'm going to stay down. Yeah. So what I, made the difference? What what made the difference for you from you before? Do you, do you think that just 
oh hell no, I gotta live my life. Like like what what make what makes you look at it differently now? Because you was in that situation. Yes. Yes. And you know how it feels yes. or you know what I'm saying? Okay. Yes. Okay. Basically coming through here and understanding how it feels. Um just it's very humbling. So I definitely, definitely um changed my perception after coming through prison. Okay. Jojo. Yeah, I I agree, Rashida. Yes, this before, man, hell no. Before I wasn't thinking about holding nobody down for a month. Five I was minutes. gone. <laughs> I was gone. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you locked up, dog. Well, catch me on catch me on the outs. But um, yeah. I now definitely if we have a if we have a relationship, and I feel like you know it's going into the right direction. It's a serious man. Yeah, I'm gonna hold you down. I'm gonna hold you down. I'll hold you down. I feel like singing today. Damn. Well, clearly. Um, <laughs> so there's a part two to this question. So the part two part is giving that you have been incarcerated already all this time, you meet somebody. Could you do 12 years with them being you just did 12 years yourself, your physical self, your body, your emotions, your mental has done time could you give another 12 or 13 years to the to the prison system because you you got to do time again basically hold up rashida break that down for me okay so i just finished doing time i just got out right you free. meet Boom. you meet somebody you free you free you meet somebody i meet somebody and they end up going to jail now boom in years are you staying down? Are you feeling like, look, I just gave the prison system 13 years of my life. <laughs> so, so we just meet them. We just, where we meet them at? Like on the website or something? No, no, no. You you free. You out. You meet them. Y'all dating. Y'all, it's oh. y'all a year in or, or two years they in or whatever. Up. And boom, they oh get locked God. up. And now Wait. they got to go away for 13 years. Gotta be so sad, but if I'm right, hey, we at that level. If we at the level, we rock with each other. Yes, I'm gonna stay down. But if it's just like a little, we, ain't, I mean, I'm gonna stay. No, down. I ain't talking about a little. I ain't talking about a little. Uh, uh, not a little nothing. Like, like, like this, that dude, this him, this him, and then <laughs> oh, boom. Oh, this him. Oh yeah, I'm staying down, baby. Ten toes down. Yeah, that's true. 
But like I said, if, if he's that one, then most definitely, damn. That'd be so sad. Yeah. Uh, JoJo? Bobby said, girl, that is a tough, rough question. That, oh that was God, a that. tough, rough, good question because I was even it like, is. whoa. Because I'm thinking like, dang, we in love. You know, I done got out. And then you go in? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, for real. Yeah. Like, I would be very upset. You know, I would, I would rock with them, but I'm going to be mad for at least the first five years. <laughs> <laughs> No, what's Damn. Point, what is the point of being mad for the first five? <laughs> yes, that means I'm a ooh, I'm just gonna be mad. We we're gonna be talking, I'm gonna be angry. Like, why you there again? Like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. But this is what unconditional love is, remember? Hey, 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 that ain't fair. <laughs> hey, I it's it's the listeners. It's it's the, it's them. It's them. Who is this listener? Expose who this person is. I ain't exposing nobody. It might be it might be your future boyfriend who know he got to go away in two years. <laughs> he they might trying be, to figure us out. They're trying to figure out. Hey, I might be you looking know? at some time. Is she gonna stay down or no? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. But well, I just thought those, I thought mad, those was some, I thought those were some, um, some pretty good questions. Okay. So, um, pet peeves, what are your pet peeves since Ooh, being incarcerated? I know you done adopt, adopted some pet peeves. So what are your pet peeves? Are, are we talking about prison pet peeves or all pet yeah, peeves all together? It, it's all together, I guess. I mean. But I'm sure you got some from prison, too. Oh, my God. Prison pet peeves. Do not talk to me while you are taking a dump. Just just stop talking to me. I don't I don't want to be in the room while you're taking a dump anyway. But then stop talking to me. Michelle? Girl. <laughs> She's retarded. I'm going to talk to you whenever I'm taking a dump. I did, but Michelle, you different. But them people, they be like, "Yeah, girl, do they call child?" It's all wrong with you. Oh God! Okay, so that's the, that's the that's the only one you got. I no, I got I got a whole list of them, but that one is probably top ten. Okay, so top ten. Okay, let me think okay, of my okay. top my top one because I got a lot. Yeah, of you got to at least you got to at least give five. I get, I get you can at least you got to at least give five a piece, JoJo. Five now, that's that's that's. You're making us out to look real, real bad, Rashida. No, it's not. I'm going to tell you what one of my pet peeves is. What is it? I don't like if I'm about to eat some food and somebody don't like it. And they be like, ugh. Like, really? Ooh. Ugh, over my food? Ooh. I don't like that. I think that's disrespectful. I don't I don't even call that a pet peeve. That's just flat out disrespectful. Yeah, that's real. Oh, I know two of them that I can think of. I can't stand when somebody smacks when they eat. When they eat. 
Oh, I absolutely hate that. Girl, that's when I saw. In my bag, swag. And I hate when somebody suck their teeth. Like, I mean, like they be trying to get food out of their teeth. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah. And they're about doing that. Hello? Yeah. Yeah. I said, I hate when somebody, like, trying to get food out their teeth, like, make that. Oh, and that's that, not... that that suck teeth in between your teeth sucking oh thing. My God, yeah, that's, it that's... Up a wall. <laughs> that sucks too. That's <laughs> crazy for real. That sucks too. It's like um, that's like like um, you hear old like old like old men who be trying to talk to young people. What's up, girl? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, I don't like when people talk to me from the stall either. Just don't talk to me while you're You have house. a bathroom issue. I, yeah, I'm really feeling like that. Like, it's all good if we're friends, but if I don't know you and I come in the bathroom and you're like, yeah, girl, did you, did what they say out there? I'm like, man, can you just wait for a second? <laughs> I got this I just feel like it's personal. I got another one. So, so, so basically, what you saying is like, if you get married or you have a husband, I'm gonna tell you something. What my parents used to do that just used to freak me out. But I guess, I mean, I guess they was in love. They were, they had unconditional. But I couldn't see how the hell my mama could be in there taking a shower and my dad just in there talking to her using the bathroom. Like, I'm not, I'm not really with that. I, I just don't want to smell. I don't want to smell you. I'm sorry. I mean, like, it's going to come up in the fumes, like in the shower station. <laughs> right, with the steam. I'm yeah. for real. And you're not going to care because when it's over, you're going to leave and it's still going to be in my shower stain. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. deep. Yeah. But it's couples that, you know, they feel like if you, you know, I guess that's one of their conditions. <laughs> it's unconditional I, again. Unconditional. Yep, unconditional. I thought we were supposed to talk about food today. I got one more. Hold on, I got one more. I gotta share. This fool said food. Okay. Uh, um, I hate it when somebody farts in the group and don't claim and don't claim it. <laughs> or in what? The <laughs> oh my god. That drives me up a wall, and they do that a lot in prison. Like we'll be in line for child, or we'll be like. In the- Group, you know, like in the day room from go or whatever, and somebody will fart and that shit will stink so bad. Everybody's like <laughs> throw up, dive in their hair and their clothes. And the person that did it, you know, you did it. You know, you sitting around and looking stupid, trying to blame everybody else. Like you won't say nothing. Like you could just say, "Excuse me, it's okay. Everybody does it." I hate that, and I be trying to find the root the farter, and they will never claim it. <laughs> wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Wait a minute! <laughs> so you try to investigate? You go yes. and try to investigate like, who did I'm it? I'm like, who farted? They won't say nothing. I'm like, who the fuck farted? I get so mad, and they be looking all embarrassed. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> well, you gonna put a- <laughs> me and Michelle have an adventure for that. We have a fart exposer. It's coming out in 2023. Oh, yeah. Look for it. We have a fart uh, identifier. 
Yeah. Okay. Man, listen here. That's what it's called. It is okay. really something yeah. wrong with both it's, y'all when together. When they gas, <laughs> the fart. What you gonna spray some? You gonna spray some in the air? Or it says, "Excuse me." <laughs> you could program it. You could have it say, "Excuse me." You can have it say, "I did it all right." Damn. <laughs> and then a little, a little thing of air freshener come out, come out the side of your butt. Oh my god! What in the world? <laughs> so clearly, y'all have some major issues with the bath, bathrooms. And people taking this shit around y'all is like major issues. <laughs> major deal breaker. I, I can see it though. I can see it though. I, I can see it. I mean, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Ooh, being in a room with this, a small room and a toilet with another human being. Like, oh God. That's that's serious. That's that's really serious. Y'all are crazy. Ooh, you know that. what? This the last one. Okay. This the last one, Rashida, because when both of us, let's say both of us is in a room, just it's me and you. That's it. Just me, Rashida. And then mm-hmm. you smell a fart. I mean, I know it wasn't me. So <laughs> why are you not saying nothing? <laughs> why are you quiet? Oh, and then God. when I look down there, you acting like you sleep. <laughs> And you want to say, get your ass up, I know you farted. <laughs> so you want somebody to take responsibility for they farted. I know it was you. <laughs> I did a process of elimination. It didn't come out my butt. It came from yours. And now you're trying to act like you sleep. I get it. Just don't do me like that. Man, it's it's just real. Crazy. It's something something really wrong like really. it's something really wrong oh my god y'all two are hilarious you don't endure with, with farts and, and stuff in prison I, I, I can tell yeah, i mean i, I can really i can really tell this is a this you guys have ptsd <laughs> you guys really have ptsd for for people passing gas passing gas mm-hmm. syndrome yep damn <laughs> Shit. <laughs> gonna be all right, well, that was all y'all questions because everybody's on this love kick and we don't went from being in love to passing cash. Like, that's what you do. You know? Unconditional love. You accept the that's un- it's, it's you un- thank you. You are accountable. Yeah, you have to be accountable for your, <laughs> your gas. For real. Oh my God. Fart ID. Well, coming soon to a store near you. Look out for it, guys. <laughs> it'll be like it'll, it'll be like when they test the diamonds. It should it should be like a little concoction that it spray the air and then the the air turns a certain color. Yeah, and around yeah. the person, like like illuminates around the person who actually did it. Yeah, like green. Yeah, like green. <laughs> <laughs> you know how in the pool if you pee. It's so yeah. Yep. 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 There you go. So you added to our product. We're gonna have to put I just help. Yeah. Yeah. I just, I just help. I just helped a little bit. 
Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't want no, I don't want no percent, cause I, I don't, I don't want to be there to have to test it to see if it work. You I'm cool. Free fart ID, we'll give you I, a free I, one. Okay, yeah, give me a free one. Other than that, I, I don't want to test the product. I don't want to see if it works. I don't want to see if what has malfunctioned. I don't want no parts. Like, <laughs> yeah, that would be really I want no parts. <laughs> I don't want any parts. Sure <laughs> test it out. Yes, I will. I'll be the tester. <laughs> I don't want no parts. Record your own voice. <laughs> My bad. My bad. Uh uh-uh. uh. Hers would be, man. <laughs> man, my bad. It's so, it's so fast. Me. That, that it can't keep up. Oh, my goodness. No, stop. see that's what that's what the people like. They like it. They like the silliness. It's yeah. it's you guys being organic, you know. It's, yeah. it's it's what you do. But yeah, guys, that was all the questions that the listeners have. Do you guys have anything you add? Want to add anything you want to say? Any shout outs you want to give? Talking about the radio. Do you have any shout outs you want to give? Any any um advice for the listeners? Any special? something i don't know um well i just want to say that i i just found out i never knew i don't even know if this is new or what but i found out that march is women's month i know i didn't even know that and i you know i want to look more into it and like what do what's going on like what do we do for this month like to celebrate us um i read a post Carrie Hilson was talking a little bit about it. My friend, my friend Lola, she sent me something about it. So I definitely want to embrace this month yes. and do something phenomenal, like um, yeah. maybe launch a hair care product or you know <laughs> hey. something. There you something. go. So you know, I just want to say Happy Women's Month to all the beautiful black, white, orange, whatever color. <laughs> women out there you know i love you all and i just i I just love women we are beautiful we are strong we are smart and i just want to thank all of you beautiful women for women not women's women for um you know just making this world go around without us man the men wouldn't be able to make it yeah we got the power yeah it wouldn't be possible wouldn't be possible so stay strong my sisters all oh, my sisters. Amen to that one. What about you, Jojo? I want to say that, um, yeah, I wanna, I was watching on um, Nick Cannon about Women's Day. He was featuring a guest that was on there that um, she uh-huh. had a Barbie doll made after her. And I was like, ooh, that was really, really cool. And that's what's up. And she was a, a black woman. I can't remember, can't recall who she was, but she did something. Oh, that was prominent. But um yeah, I wanna I wanna do something. Something big like catering to like women and women's empowerment. So that's really cool. Another thing that I wanted to talk about was, you know, we do we do a lot of joking and laughing about um prison and mass incarceration. Um however, this is a very <clears throat> serious issue. Um like we the United States only makes up 
5% of the population, yet we have the most people incarcerated in the entire world. Like the incarceration makes up 2 million people um, and counting. And women are getting um, incarcerated 200% more than men. So, and we're talking about mothers, we're talking about young mothers, we're talking about teenagers, juveniles. So I want to um, take this time for people to really be aware that this issue is not about um, justice. <clears throat> and you can take it how you want to take it. It's not about justice. It is about capitalism and it is about making money off of free labor. And, you know, you might think like, oh, you know, people in prison aren't making anything or, or doing anything. Well, we are supporting a lot of the workforce. In fact, if you take 2 million people out of the workforce, guess what? You make them re-enter at low, lower wages or free wages. So I just want to bring attention to that and, and allow people to still be aware that this is um, a problem that has escalated way past the capacity that it was, um, that originated. So I just want to, you know, share my little two cents on that. And go for Okay, coming with the knowledge, you, coming sister. with the knowledge. That that's always needed. I mean, you just educated. You just educated some people. You just gave me a little piece of education. So I appreciate that. You know, that's 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 what we're here for. Yes, we do joke around and we do play, but we do have serious uh, topics. And um, incarceration is is serious. I mean, it's it's a problem. Yeah. So I appreciate you dropping those jewels. As usual, I appreciate you ladies for tuning in and being on my podcast with me on my bonus episodes on Friday. Well, we're really our bonus episodes on Friday. I need to get a, a JoJo and Michelle um, t-shirt made. Um, working on like a little little segment uh, logo thing. So have that as well. And you are just so you know, cute. You are. You are so awesome and cute, really. You are. Oh my god. Oh my god. You're phenomenal you. woman. <laughs> you go, you are representing Women's Day. You women's rock. Day. You rock with Sheila. Thank you, ladies. I appreciate that. You know, one thing a woman loves more than anything is to feel appreciated if nothing else. Okay. You know. You know, women, we, we 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 carry a lot on our backs, and sometimes that's all you want to hear. Sometimes, that, you know, that is it. But yes, ladies, I appreciate you. I adore you, and I appreciate you. I want you guys to have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Some kind of way, a little birdie had told me that, I don't know, I think somebody was going to be getting like some gifts or something. I'm not sure how that's going to work out. But it was just what a little birdie had told me. So I don't know. Y'all might want to start, you know, watching out, paying attention to something. I'm, I don't know. The birdie was not really clear on what they were trying to say. But, mm. yeah. All right. Yeah. Tweet, tweet. So, so, <laughs> say tweet tweet but yes ma'am it's the beginning of the weekend i hope you ladies have a wonderful one and um as usual 
Peace up. They found out. All right. Well, we love, love you. Guys. Love you guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you for joining me on yet another part of my journey. You can catch this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, and iHeartRadio. For the latest episodes, discussion forums, and our live episodes, go to wetlockchronicles.com. You can also click the episode website link under each episode. Thank you guys so much. Keep listening and keep subscribing. Stay safe, stay blessed, and welcome to Wetlock. You can find this podcast on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcast. For episode updates, upcoming live episodes, discussion forms, and contact information, please visit the website, wetlockchronicles.com. Yay!